Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, monks with secretive origins, scarf-wearing oni, time-traveling village girls, the presence of many kami, and manga news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 528. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Greta. And we're just here saying konnichiwa. Aloha. Buongiorno and what's up? Hope you're excited for another fun episode of this awesome podcast and welcome back. Thanks. And if you want to check out our earlier episodes, you can find them at our website at www.spiraken.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-R-A-K-N in the show notes. Or, better yet, here's what you do. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and then click on that bell for notifications for when we get new episodes. Kind of cool. But it's good that you're back. Seems like it's been forever, but it's only been two episodes. Yes. I know, but you got to. But for you, it's only been one episode because you're actually ahead because you've read things that I have not read yet. <laughs> yes, just a little bit. I read ahead, just in some of the stuff. But this is a fun one. This is one which is actually kind of cool and different, and we have very differing opinions on this one. I think, but we'll yeah. get to that in a moment. So, if you remember from the last episode, we I spun that one that only the wheel of manga, and it dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Kenji Surubuchi. And this is a person I really don't know much about, but I will say their art style is pretty well done. It has an old classic style to it. Uh, this is published by Enterbrain. And who brought it over here in the U.S.? Yen Press. Yes, it's another Yen Press, so it's a fun one. And this is one which is actually for older teens, which doesn't really feel like older teens, really, I don't think. Well, I mean, some of the topics are kind of It doesn't of older. feel like it's for my age group, either. <laughs> That is very, eh, I don't know about that, but uh, this was released in Harda Magazine, and it originally came out in 2018, and it's still coming out. And how many volumes are there? Six. And this is a Senden series, meaning it's for demographics of men over the age of 18 to 40. Also, a, it has a huge female <laughs> fan base, which is kind of crazy because of the romance angle going on between two of our protagonists, which you don't really expect. Uh, this is a historical action-adventure supernatural fantasy series. Am I missing anything? Nope. Not time travel? Yeah, kind of. No, not. it's in the back. It says time travel. Okay, I was going to say spoiler alert. <laughs> a little spoiler. So there may be some slight spoilers, but nothing too crazy with this. But the original title for this is Toge Oni. But it is known here simply as, well, let's be honest, it is known as... Togi Oni, Primal Gods in an Ancient World. And this manga is pretty cool and different because it is one which, because it's set in the past. And we're not talking the past like this is samurai era. How far back is this probably set, at least? Really far back. It's really far back. It's like... It, it's not even Japan at this point. It is no. wah. And the original jacket copy was in ancient times. There existed the land of Wa, split between the reign of the gods and the world of men. It was an age where gods and men existed together. And this is a time when gods exist. When the gods... But there was like a lot of different gods. There was like a god for each village almost. And there, in, in Shinto religion, there's gods for everything. Gods for the rain, gods for getting married, gods for getting divorced, gods for eating ketchup. Tons of gods. That gives this series so much wiggle room to work with it does and every village like you said has a little separate god and each one has different ways to honor it some but are don't call the god little no not at all uh 
but there are different ways to honor them. You could get them, you can drink with them. You could pour food on the ground. And some gods are a little bit less benevolent. Uh, they want a ritual sacrifice. Which, it turns out this one village we're following, if their harvest is good, they don't need to do a sacrifice. But if they do the sacrifice, they're but guaranteed. Guaranteed a better harvest and continued good and health. And if they don't do it, they get famine and Plagues locusts and... and horrible things. So once a year, they choose someone who for the next year is going to be the next sacrifice. And how they do this is by drawing lots, and then they take a white arrow and put it in front of their doors. And this is where our main character shows up, and this is Mio. Mio is 12 years old. She just turned 12. They're pretty sure she's not going to turn 13, because she's the new sacrifice. And she is a orphan. Yep. No parents. No siblings, so she can go away. I kind of wonder if this is like two-year eternity where it's Well, because they show the guy who picked the lot, and they never said how he relates to her. Like, they picked her. They picked her. Yeah, they probably did, and it's kind of a shame. But she, because she loves her village and her family taught her well, she's, okay, this is my this is my deal. This is and it's happening. part of the culture of the village. Like, people know they're going to, somebody's going to be sacrificed every year. Like, it's it's a thing. It's not like a surprise. Like, what? No, not me. So it's an honor, I would say. But she knows her days are numbered and she's going to move on with life. And so for her life, she does the same thing every day for the year. She goes, forges her food, helps around the village, and then just goes to bed. And that's it. Even though she has grander dreams. She wants to see the capital, which is far away. And every day she goes to the edge of the forest and looks over the hills. She tries to go a little bit farther. Look over the next hill. She just wants to see the capital, let alone go there. Or maybe she should run away. But she's too honorable for that. And this is her case until the day before her anointment, the day, her special day. And three individuals show up. You have a very famous uh, wise man known as N the Ascetic or N the Layman. He is known for being a very intelligent sage who could heal people with his powers. And he has a very, um, well, his retainers are very unique. They're supposedly both Oni. You have Zenki and you have Goki. And Goki is wearing a mask and Zenki's kind of a mysterious little kid who's kind of angry. But he's there and they're going to fix the village. And she's like, whoa, this is kind of cool. They're talking about how the life is and supposedly they're Oni and they live forever and all this. They're handing out medicine to people and doing good deeds. And she's this like, this is great. And she's like, I wonder if they've seen the capital before. But she's like, she still goes home, gets food, and she goes to the edge of the forest again. And she's thinking about, you know, if only I could see it. Because she's still on the belief, like, this is noble. This is great. And she overhears N and Zenki talking. And they're like, yeah, it's a good thing they bought that fake medicine, right? And she's like, wait, what? They're, they're lying to us? I'm going to expose these guys. Then stuff happens. And they admit, like, listen, we're. We travel and we help, but it's like they think we're these great wizards or something. We're just... We're not magic. We can do what we can to help, but we can't do much. And so she's like, I'm, I don't trust these two. They're a bunch of jerks. But then she goes back to the village and Goki's there and she's actually helping people. She's being really nice to them. So Goki admits that she used she's to... She's like helping with food. She's like helping bandage people. She's giving, you know, time and energy to the elderly. And and she doesn't seem like she fits with these two. So Miu's like, you know what? You can stay at my house tonight. Uh, and I don't have a lot of food, but you can eat with me. 
and she makes food and Goki's like, yeah, you know, my father and I used to also do this too, where we used to forage for mushrooms. And, and it's all these different type of mushrooms. Just a yeah. big group of fungi. <laughs> yes. I couldn't help it. There are a bunch of fun guys. And she ends up talking to her and she says, have you ever been to the capital before? It's like, yes, I've been there. It's wondrous and amazing. And you know what? You'll go and maybe, you know, you should, you deserve to see it too. And she's like, no, no, no. And before when she confronted N and Zeki, they said, you know what? You are going to die tomorrow. We could take you away from here. You could run away or do something. It's like, no, I'm going to be honorable. And while she's talking to Goki, everything kind of, Sits in the place where she realizes that I'm going to die tomorrow. She's been putting it off and trying not to think about it. She knew it was coming. And yet she just kept living one day at a time. And it, it's, it's time. tomorrow. It's it's time. It's There's no pushing it. No, nothing. She may have wasted her time and she just cannot. So she asks Goki to help her out. And before they go, Goki actually gives her a necklace. So she's like, we're, we're twinsies now. We're the same. It's it's the same necklace she's wearing. It's a beautiful necklace. And from there, we end up... She ends up going with her and with uh, N and Zenki and some of the members to the shrine of the patron god of the village, Kuposan no Makoto no Kami. And they end up actually entering into his world. Yeah. Kind of cool. They end up going into his world, which is inside the shrine. And inside is a giant temple and there's a giant being in front of her who's like... Oh, so you're my new sacrifice. Well, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Just eat this and you'll be good. He's not going to eat her. She's going to become one of his retainers, which is a bird creature. And N and his trio are there because they have a delivery. Turns out that they're actually kind of like delivering stuff to different gods. And the thing they're delivering is the Mirror of the Ring Snake. Which is actually possession of N, but there is a whole thing that happens. And Mio ends up going through the mirror. We're not going to say too much, spoil too much, but because of this, she ends up everywhere and nowhere at once. She runs through the future, which is our present. She runs through, like, it's nuts. It's crazy. She goes through the past, through primordial eras. and That's then a time travel. Element. Yes. Because it's, everything's happening at once because the gods are able to manipulate this. So she ends up going through, going through. Something happens. We're not going to spoil too much, but it ends where... So pretty much, um, they escape uh, Kupusan no Miko no Kami. And now they're like, what are you going to do now? And she's like, well... And before it ends, she is told by someone, don't forget this day. Mm-hmm. Never forget this day. And so, she's now like, you know what? I'll she's be- like, I don't have to go back to the village. I'll be I your disciple. I went to the shrine. Yeah, she, yeah she did I'll her- join you. And so, she joins this group as they end up going around... For various reasons. And their goals are, as we get into it, pretty much N, the ascetic's goal, is that he wants to see a god a god that he offended, that he cares about. This is the Hitokoto Nushi. Pretty much what the Hitokoto does is they say something is true, and that's the rule. She says something's bad, it's bad. Something's good, it's good. And she told him he is not allowed to see her step on her mountain ever again. So basically, he just can't find her. There's no shot. He can't get back there. He knows where it is. He just can't step on it. So he's trying to figure every loophole to get to see her. And so that's his wish. Because she grants wishes if you see her. So he has a wish for her. 
then Zenki turns out that he's a little more than he seems, and his wish is very mundane. It's just, I want to be a normal person. That's it. And then Mio, first, it's, I want to see the, the capital. And then after that, it's something else. And it goes from story to story as they're traveling and they're dealing with different devices because these devices are going to help them get to um, Hitokoto Nushi. And in the first volume, we meet three goddesses or gods. We have Kupusan no Mikoto no Kami, who is the god of the mountain, who is the one who's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Well, he's not really. They kind of screw him over. Yeah. Then next you have Sarare no Hime no Kami. She's a goddess who her whole thing is that everyone thinks she's a horrible monster, but she's actually the goddess of marriage. And she likes setting people up. She's a matchmaker. But because some things are happening on her mountain, she's kind of in a little bit of a mood. But they help her out. And the last one is going to be um, Hie no Obiki no Kami. And the problem is that people have forgotten to worship him. And now because of that, he's now a midget. He keeps shrinking. He's now little tiny. He's like a little baby. But the thing is that the more worshippers he has, the stronger he becomes. And that's the thing which is throughout this series is that the more worshippers you have, the stronger you are. And each one has their own possession that they have for their power. In the second volume, which isn't out yet, but it's available digitally, um, you actually have one who her, her item, her treasure, is a guy from our time who died. Because she's the goddess of knowledge, and it's just like they say, we're going to see his treasure. You are so obsessed with this guy. The ink drinker. Look. Look at him. He's like, he has a whole You're apartment. You're so obsessed with him. It gets dark. He's like your favorite character. No, but he does show up later, which is funny. His whole thing is he's stuck in his room. He has internet. He has food. It just, he, that's his shtick. And that's what he does. And this is the series itself. And it is a very, I don't want to say unique series, because it is unique, but it's something that's a little different. And so let's get into some of the other elements going on. So the manga, it's, so besides the story, which is well done, each character is varied and different. They're not all the same person. They all have their own wants and dreams and designs and desires that they want. And there are reasons for each one. One is for atonement. One is for, what do you say? One is for just, he w wants to deal with an illness. And the other one just wants... She's she's alive. You're laughing. Sometimes they don't have a point. Sometimes they're just yeah. And the gods are just self-serving. And the gods are just as self-serving as they are. Yeah. It's funny because you see them as these divine beings, and then later on, there's an entire part where they end up in a village, and it's just them. It's a holiday for them, and they're just in their human forms, and they're like, "Wait, do we know you?" And they're like, "Yeah, we saw you. You screwed me over." And it's kind of fun. So it is a very unique anthology series. And that's the thing is it is an anthology, but there is a progression of the story of where they're going. and the, It moves forward. The story does. It, it does have a very slow start, though. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a little dark start because there are some elements which are kind of dark for the primal. Yeah, ache. like the girl being sacrificed. It's the human sacrifice. Or the fact that Oni are actually apparently cannibals. That if you eat human flesh, that's what happens. But let's get into some of the other ones. So the manga, first volume by Yen Press, is actually really nice. Doesn't have the new manga smell that some of the other ones have, but you have some beautiful artwork on the back. Yes, we are book smellers. Yes, we are. But I love the fact that the art itself, it's drawn. It's not perfect illustrations. It's not the perfect thing. It actually looks like it was just sketched. It looks more than a sketch. A little bit, a little darker, but it looks pretty good. And this is a series which it's well done. And now let's actually get to just the rating itself, our thoughts on it. 
Um, so is this for everybody? No. No, it's not. Um, this is a period piece historical action adventure. Love it. Which is cool. It is set. It does jump through time in a very cool way. There's a lot of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Which at first you're like, "What the hell's going on?" But then you're like, "Oh, this makes and sense." And it's like, "Oh, is that a bootstrap contingency?" Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Is it? Is it because this don't ha- overthink it. it. Don't overthink it. It gets into it. And even at the point where at one point something happens, and one of the commie just looks at the the audience like, "Hey." You guys have weird clothes. I see that you're observing us. So let me explain what's going on. So this feels like it's kind of real, kind of not. We also have like the Watcher and Marvel and stuff True. like that. Like yeah, the Watcher doesn't. The Watcher is the whole thing. Is it's essentially the, but it's only for one story. But overall, I think the story is well done, but it is not for everybody. If you're into something slow, slow paced or historical, you're gonna love it. If you want immediate action and immediate gratification, this is not the story for you. Um, this does do the, um, typical video game trope of, okay, we're, we have an end goal, but then something's going to impede us and we're going to have to go backwards to, to get another thing to finish it. This is not going to end anytime soon unless it gets canceled. I mean, it started in 2018 and still going on. So it, there's a lot of progression. And there's a lot more gaps than say what was 2019 has 12 volumes from Under Ninja. But overall, so what are your thoughts on it? I like Mio, the main character, the girl, the, you know, um, she's my favorite. I'm going to say something controversial. That's not controversial. Go for it. A lot of people are going to, I can even hear our friends going like, what? But I don't love all the Oni and the goriness and the, the mean gods. That's not my favorite part. I don't well, like that. Well, that is... A, they're not supposed to be all nice. But they're not I, all beloved. But I like I like Mio. I like the base story. It's just not my... You don't like the romance between her and Zen that's starting to build? It gets more... It gets more like the whole thing is, she loves him, she doesn't, she loves him, she doesn't. But yeah. Yeah. I can see where it's... It's a Senin series. I'm not Senin. No, I know. So, so for you, out of our rating system, for me, it's a gift from your great gift aunt. from your great aunt Mariel. Okay, so so eh. you, you think that? I personally think it's a bar from a friend. Don't return unless offered Pocky. It's good. It's really good. I would love to see this animation. And this is for people who are fans of series like Mushishi or To Your Eternity or even Ranking of Kings. Ooh, what's the one where he's getting all of his body parts back? Oh, Dororo. This is very Dororo. Yeah. So this is one of those ones that if you love those, you will love this. If you're into more modern stuff, you're not really going to like it that much. And while there is elements of things, like I said, romance, it just, it takes a while. There's not enough of the romance. There's not enough. So, so those are our, our points. And so let's actually get to the random question of the day. So random question of the day is going to be, uh, do you like slow-paced fantasy series? Or do you want something a little more with a little more punch to it? Uh, let us know. Email us at uh, zanspocket.com or tweet us at Spocket or leave a comment down below. And, um, well, that's kind of cool. Kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And so with that, let's actually get to the new manga releases. Ooh, we, we only have 12 this week. Not a lot at all. The first one is kind of cool. It is hashtag DRCL Midnight Children Volume 1. It's Dracula from the point of view of his brides. And it's a hardcover. So kind of cool, right? Huh. Looks kind of cool. Next we have the... I can get behind that one. The next one we have the super popular and super lovable Alice in Borderland Volume 7. Eh. 
Then we have Arpeggio of Blue Steel, Volume 20. You said it wrong. It's Arpeggio True. of Blue Steel. Yes. Then we have Call to Adventure, Defeating Dungeons with a Skillboard, Volume 6. Yay. This is the manga, not the light novel, by the way. Then we have Dark Gathering, Volume 3. This one, surprisingly, a lot of people were excited about. I have no idea what the story is about, though. So maybe I should put it on the wheel eventually. Then you have... Do you like big girls? Volume 8. Um, Yeah, this is the same same thing. This is just spiraling. It's the same concept over and over again. This is not going to change. Or it's not necessarily the same. Maybe it's consistent. It's consistent. True. And on the other hand, if you want something a little more risque, you can get Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation Mudai Jushi, the comic manga, volume three. Yes, the BL story is still really popular and is now actually number one on in the manga section for Barnes and Nobles. BL. I was like, what? <laughs> but apparently people are buying like every volume. So anyway, next one. Uh... Hi at the Combat Butler, Volume 42. I've given up with the joke of saying this is never going to end because this is never going to end. So just, I'm going to go with it. And uh, Hi at the Combat Butler is really fun, even though he hates Santa. Since you said it's never going to end, when it finally ends one day, you're going to have to do something special for it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back to it. And like I said, the whole thing is just because I think he got revenge on Santa already. So I don't even know what's left. But let's see now. We have Headhunter to Another World from Salaryman to Big Four, Volume 5, The Manga. Then we have... Insomniacs After School Volume 3. This series I want to like. I tried watching the anime. Just it's kind of it's slow. Like super slow. But maybe the manga's better. We'll put it on the wheel and we'll try it. But anyway, then we have Kimono uh Kimono no Jihen Volume 7. Then Level 1 Demon Lord and One Room Hero Volume 6. Then we have Magica, Swordsman, and Summoner, Volume 16. Yep. And then... One Punch Man, Volume 26. And then, for those of you who like really... Who have a very specific type of manga, we have not one but two releases of this series. We have... Plus Size Elf, Second Helping, Volume 1. Yes. And we have the Plus Size Elf Supersized, Volume 1, which is the omnibus of the first three volumes. So if you like... Uh, plus size super elf this or, is for you or plus size beast girls this is for you because that's the whole thing oh yeah well roll over and die i will fight for an ordinary life with my love and cursed sword volume four is coming out which is gonna be a pretty good one then we have the most notorious talker runs the world's greatest clan volume five this one i really want to I've been trying to order it, but you can't order it anywhere. Everyone's sold out. The whole series. I don't know. I like this next one. Yep. Trapped in a dating sim, the world of Otome games is tough for mobs. The Light Novel, Volume 10. And like we talked about two episodes ago, this is actually the sequel or the, the sidequel to the I'm the evil lord of an intergalactic empire. It's in the same universe. Mwahaha. Mwahaha. And then last and certainly not least, we have... Until I Love Myself, Volume 2, the story of a, a non-binary character who's trying to find their, their love for themselves. So these are our releases for the week. We had 21 releases for this week. Not bad, right? Oh, I forgot. We had Anak Inanon, um Volume 3 as well. Forgot that because that came out actually, that comes out tomorrow. Because we're recording this on, 
International Early. Talk Like a Pirate Day. Arr. Yar. But this Ahoy. is actually coming out tomorrow. So technically it doesn't count. But yeah, this one comes out. And then, so this is my top five for the week because we have so many good ones. My top five are going to be, first off, DRCL Midnight Children because it's Dracula and it's a hardcover. It looks cool. Then Insomniacs After School Volume 3 because I want to actually give the series a chance. Plus Size Elf, Second Helping. It is what it is. People love it. You're going to want to read it. That's going to happen. The Notorious Talker Runs the World's Greatest Clan, Volume 5, one I want to actually read. And then Until I Love Myself, Volume 2, because it is a series that does cover something different. There's so many that cover, you know, uh, uh, heteronormative romances, heterosexual romances, homosexual romances, all these other ones. No one really covers non-binary or, or asexual. Until now. Yeah, so this is a new one. So let me know your thoughts. Email me at zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Let us know your thoughts. And with that in mind, beforehand, let's get to some other goodness. Um, yeah, we'd like to thank you for checking out the podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you and every email we get. And yes, the Maddie has shown up. The Maddie has interrupted so many podcasts. If you are a cat lover, email us. Let us know your thoughts on cats and if they should interrupt mangas. Reviews. Of course. They totally should. Um, but yeah. Um, every email we get, every comment we get, gives me motiv- more motivation to keep doing this podcast. I've been doing it for over 15 years, and I want to keep doing this. I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses in large print. He is an old man. He has to read manga with glasses. No, I don't. I'm nearsighted. I don't need the glasses. But they're not that thick, and we're not in exaggerated print yet. No, we're not in exaggerated print yet, but that may happen someday soon. But... Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate each other. One of you, and if you want to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin, where we have four tiers. Uh, I'm actually revitalizing all the tiers for this, but there are four tiers for you to choose from if you can help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. So I'm changing the tiers around with a couple of new things, and supposedly because Patreon has changed their freebies, I can give away stickers. Hooray! But I don't know what the stickers should be. So if you have an idea for the stickers, email me, zanspocker.com, or leave a comment below on what you think the stickers should be for the episode. So with that in mind, let's actually get to the best part of this podcast. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only. The The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? It is a wheel! Yes. Of manga. It's a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what we've done is we've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to sort of spin the wheel. Whatever number it lands on, that's the manga we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrocon Manga Review, episode 529. Yes, 529 manga we've talked about at least. Um, there's a couple that we're really excited about. I mean, I'm excited for Witch Hat Atelier and a Pateran Man and maybe um, the Summer Hikaru died, maybe? I don't know. we got to see. But let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Oh, look, it fell on. No, My got, favorite. Okay. We gotta spin it. Come okay. On. Okay, I didn't do that. That wasn't that totally just happened. It's the universe saying that you have to read it. It is the universe saying that we have Number to Number seven. Do. My happy My marriage. happy marriage. Hooray. Huzzah. That's, and that's that's also funny because of the fact that this week, for those of you who are unaware and haven't been following the podcast for so long, this is our anniversary weekend. So we might not be releasing some stuff. We might be releasing some extra stuff. Who knows? Because it has been five years since we got married. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, five years. So if you want to... How many years does it feel like, though? Yesterday. 
<laughs> Good answer. But that's how it goes. It feels like it's just like, it goes like that. So with that in mind, I hope we'll let you know how the episode is. So you'll be back for that one. I know because it is uh, My Happy Marriage. Yep, I'll be here. And then we're going to see what we can get next. I mean, I don't think you want to put down, roll over and die. I will fight for an ordinary life with my love and cursed sword because you hated the cursed sword series. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Like the reincarnated sword, you're like, I don't like this, but you like Boxo. That's totally different. A vending machine that can communicate and change and feed people. Or a sword that could stab people and fly around. Yeah, hello, vending machine. It's hmm. a good question. What do you guys like better, vending machine or, or stabby, stabby, stabby sword. sword? Let us know in the comments down below. So with that in mind, as usual, I am your host, Zen. I'm Greta. We're gone, so I'll catch you guys next time and keep reading the manga. We'll see you later. Bye.